Did you know the first From Software game was called Kingsfield and it got released on the PlayStation in 1994? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 178. My name's Gareth Bryan. I'm going to be your host. And my virtual opposite is Paul Renshaw. We've only got two people today, me and Paul. It's a one-on-one, Paul. How do you feel about this? I'm, I'm somewhat nervous, to be fair. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised you got my name right, because you always have that little hesitation when you when I think God he's forgotten who he is. It's, it's, it's me taking, oh, so. taking a, a shot of gin. In between. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm quite looking forward to this. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. Yeah. Director. And we've only got, I think everyone just can't do this week, so we had a little gap after the Starfield special, and now we're back. Um, but there'll be more people next week. But it's good, it's good to do. We've done a two-hander before with me and Neil, I think, and me and Richard. Um, that's, and we've got loads of games to talk about, so that's what we're going to do. It might be a little bit shorter because we're just going to talk about games, actually, today because we're going to catch up. Paul, but how's your week been? <laughs> well, my week has been one of ups and downs, I think it's fair to say. Um, it all sort of started on Thursday when I took my car for its MOT and completely surprising me, it sailed through, no advisories, no nothing. Great. So I thought, brilliant, nothing else can go wrong today. Now, as I'm a man of advancing years, as you'll know, you know, because you're in the same kind of neighbourhood, mm-hmm. um, We've got to keep on top of our health, haven't we? We've yeah. got to try and keep fit and look after ourselves. So me and one of the girls at work have taken up running. So we went running on Tuesday and everything was fine. Um, and then we went running at, on Thursday lunchtime. Um, and about halfway round, one of my calf muscles went twang and decided that, you know, it wasn't a good idea to run anymore. So as I was hobbling back to the office, the other calf muscle went twang. So then I was trying to walk back to the office limping with both legs. Oh, my God, Paul. quite hard to do. Um, Can I ask a question, Paul? You can. Was it, why were you going (laughs) for a run at 50 years old, you belly? No, no. (laughs) Did you... Did you have a plan? Did you? I mean, did you do a? Did you do an app plan, or were you just? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. have an app plan. Which it one was, are you doing? It was, oh, it's called. I'm assured by the lady who selected it. It's called Fit Bitch, <laughs> and basically, you just what this first week sounded quite easy. You have to run for a minute, and then walk for two yeah. minutes, and then run for a minute, and repeat that ten times. So you know you're on yeah. your feet and moving for yes, half an hour. That's a good one. Which I thought I can do that. Um, so yeah, Tuesday, no problem. Thursday, oh dear me, all the problems. Yeah. So I spoke to one one one, and they said go to your urgent treatment centre. So I went to the urgent treatment centre, and they said we can't do anything for you. You're going to need to go to A and E. So I went and sat in A and E until half past ten last night. Um, <laughs> to be told, here's some crutches. We can't do anything for you, um, and don't go running for at least six weeks. So. 
I'm currently hobbling around like an 80-year-old. Yeah. I've got to take the smallest, tiniest steps. So it took me how long did it take? It took me twenty minutes to walk the sort of four hundred yards back to the car last night. It was just ridiculous. So maybe yeah. running's not for don't you. Don't go running, kids. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm going to sit in my chair and do like them armchair exercises yeah. that old people do. Swimming. That's what you should do. Swimming would be better for you. Swimming would be better. There is a river at the bottom of the yeah. uh, at the bottom of the office sort of bit. So yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Oh, poor Tam. Terrible. Oh, wow. I'll tell you. Honestly, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, so. What have I been doing this week? I've been, I'm in the middle of a big project now, so I'm like worky worky. And we've been doing loads of review games in between, so I've just been doing review games. But I did get to play Starfield, and that's the last one we had. So, I'm... you going to go to Starfield, Jeppel? I haven't had a chance yet. No. no we'll... this, um, I don't know if you know this fella called Neil. <laughs> he keeps sending me all of these games that apparently have to be reviewed straight yeah. away. So, yeah, I never get a chance to play anything for fun like a filthy casual. I think it's been, I've done about eight hours of it. And uh, Richard's review, if you haven't read it yet, was spot on. Um, I might have gone a bit lower, you know. I might would, have you? Would, you, would you have gone seven out of ten? Oh, yeah. No, maybe four. <laughs> four out of five? I don't know. Four out of ten. Yeah. Goodness me! Yeah, not four out of ten. No. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm um, I'm enjoying it. But something about it, I don't know. Not gelling with me yet. Maybe it will. I, well, yeah. I thought you'd be all over it because you you love a space game, don't you? Yeah, but it's just the well, it's Fallout in space. It is Fallout in space. That's what it really is. It feels very familiar when you've played Fallout a lot, and that's a good thing. But I don't know. I'm going to keep going. There's lots of it. I kind of go, ooh, and then I go, oh. Um, so, yeah. I'm, but it's there. It's, it's a big game. I'm sure I'm going to get into it after 20 hours or something. At the moment, I'm a bit... Um, okay, let's talk about games. Because you've played some... You've got really important games that are coming out. What do you want to talk about first, Paul? Do you want to talk about mm. the one that's coming out next week on Game Pass that you reviewed and spent some time? Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm fully expecting some ribbing over the score as well. So <laughs> I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a first. Um, okay, well, the the gaming question that you're referring to is called Lies of Pete, not Lie Life of Pi, like you kept that's calling it. I called it for years. Yeah. I must admit, I've not come across the bit with the boat and the tiger yet. So, uh, um, but yeah, Lies of P. It's a dark and twisted retelling of Pinocchio mixed with a Souls-like game. And it's very, very good. Um, I think this will be right up your alley when you try it out, Gareth. Yeah, I'm looking um, forward to it. Because yeah. you, you're, you're a fan of a Souls-like. I do like a Souls-like. This one is very good. Um, the, the action is intense and flipping hard if we're being family friendly um and the graphics look lovely it's um it's set in this kind of they describe it as belly pock which is you know some kind of historical period and everything's really ornate and glitzy and nice but once the puppets have risen up against their nasty human overlords they've just destroyed the place so there's a proper sort of post-apocalyptic feel to the graphics and the presentation. Um, and it is a Souls-like, you know, you run mm. around, you kill things, you get ergo is the um, currency in this game rather than Souls, 
and then you take that back and you can upgrade your weapons and upgrade yourself and you can put quartz into your pea organ which I did have a little snigger to myself when I read that first. Um, but, yeah, it's really, really good. There's a couple of little issues that stopped cool. it getting a five. Yeah. Um, first of all, the camera, especially in a boss fight, if the boss backs you into a corner, corner the, uh, the camera freaks out and you can't see what's happening. So I didn't like that bit. And the controls for jumping are exactly the same as they were in Dark Souls 1 where you have to run, and then you click the left stick to jump. Now, obviously, left stick is direction as well. So if you click it and slightly turn it at the same time, you jump off the edge and die. So, yeah, there's been a few choice uh, words as I've been going through. I've just got through the roof of the cathedral, and there's lots of running and jumping in that bit. And, yeah, there was many bad words and restarts. Can I ask you a couple of questions? Um, You can indeed. With... You know, I think it's fair to say, I think Elden Ring, um, the last From Software game, um, well, not the last From Software game, because you're going to talk about, you're gonna talk about yeah. one in a minute, um, is the the Souls-like of that. The, the story the story is there, but you kind of have to find the story, don't you? If yes. The story is you. Is Does this have that, or is it much more story sort of given to you and play a bit? There is more of a sort of structure to this game, rather than you having to go and seek it out. But having said that, you don't have it shoved down your throat. So, like, you can, yeah, you go on missions to rescue people. Um, and then when those people come back to the hub, you talk to them and you get more background about what's going on and stuff. So, yeah, it's it, the story's there because obviously it's based on the, uh, the Pinocchio story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the story is, is quite enjoyable. I'm enjoying it so far. And when we, I remember us on the podcast, we saw some gameplay from about six months ago. I think they showed it one of the things. And I think we all were a bit like, oh, it doesn't look, uh, it didn't look that great. I think they showed about 40 minutes or something, didn't they? Mm-hmm. No, it didn't look great. That's unfair. They, it was, we were all a bit, oh, it wasn't as, has it, you know, you saw that as well. Has it improved since then? Do you feel like this? It, yeah. yeah, it's definitely improved. Right. Um, I can't remember the details of what we saw, but did we see any boss fights in that? I think we saw kind of like, there's a really weird clip to show. They were kind of going through and then they end up in a boss fight and then I think it stopped. Yeah, the yeah. boss fights are, are obviously the the Bane thing. Um, so some of them are, well, yeah, they're, they're Dark Souls worthy, let's put it that way. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's really come on. Um, it flows, It fit, the combat feels really nice. Um, it just it just works, so oh, yeah. And the review is on the site now, and I gave it four and a half. Four and a half out of five. And uh, when's it out? Is it on Tuesday on Game Pass? It's out now on early access, right? And I think it's it's either Monday or Tuesday. It's for the rest of us. Okay, it's getting strong reviews, isn't it? It's getting apparently good. so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's yeah, it's really exciting. Another yeah. big Game Pass game. That's it's kind of mad, isn't it? A big one there. Um, I've played, I'm going to first talk about The First Descendant, which I had a little bit of a preview code for for about four days. Um, if you don't know what The First Descendant is, because I don't really. <laughs> and I've played four days of it. And, uh, it's a free-to-play, which I didn't realise until after I played it, really. Later on, that's what the idea is. Um, Four-player co-op. And it's in the mix. It reminded me a lot of Destiny. 
in a sense. Um, yeah. You've got you got a little home hub that you you can go along. You see people online, and then you you get your TV, you can play on your own, and it's basically kind of a, that kind of setup of your you've got a mission, you go out, shoot a looter kind of thing, grabbing kind of as much gear as possible, and a boss battle at the end. That's what I did on the preview a couple of times. Um, it felt like, for some reason, I don't know what happened in the preview. I think they really made us quite, like, really high level. It felt like we were really rattling through. I did, I did the first boss battle in about two minutes. And I thought, this is weird. Have they leveled us up and put us at a high level? Um, but there's something, it sounds, because it's free to play, so it, it's a bit like the Warframe games. It has a similar feel to those as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it looks great. I think it's Unreal Engine 5. It looks really good. The landscapes look good. Everything looks good about it. Um, and I had a good time with it. I did have a good time apart from me, you know, feeling that it was very easy. It did feel a bit light sometimes on the shooting, you know, when it's just like you feel like you're, it's, you're not, there's nothing, it's not, there's no weight to it at all. Mm-hmm. But they, they might, they probably might change that because this is only the beta. Um, it was it was good fun. It was much better than I expected. Actually, I thought, oh, this is going to be. I had a good time fighting. There's lots of there's, there was a choice of I think three characters we could choose from, um, and I think there's going to be loads of them when it when it gets released. Um, there's a woman with kind of bunny ears. <laughs> I chose a kind of like knight thing, just a big armored person. You have a sort of special ability as well that you can use as each one of those. Yeah, it's a, it's it's. It's good fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, I'm quite interested. I like the story. I mean, it's great that it's free to play. It's not going to be out till, I think, next year, first quarter. So there's a bit of, bit of time. They probably will do another beta again, I think, probably. Um, but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what happens with it, with all these things. What are the, you know, what's the incentive money-wise? Yeah. Later on with all these there's, there's going to be, you said there's going to be loads of characters, but we're yeah. being free to play. And my cynical head on, yeah. I would suggest that they're going to be locked away behind uh, paywalls. Yeah, but it might be nice to see it with a, you know, a, just to see the engine work. Yeah, few. yeah, that's good. That's good fun. Um, let's talk about another one of your your big ones. Another from, one, yeah. another big one coming up. <laughs> um, speaking of from software, as we were, yeah, um, I've been hands on with their latest um, Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon. Mm. Um, now I'd never played an armored core game before this one, so I didn't really know what to expect. And at first I kind of went into it like I was playing a souls game. So dashing around and skating from side to side and trying to get away from baddies that way. But once you embrace the absolute craziness of the combat system, it's amazing. The combat is fully three-dimensional. Your robot can jump, it can hover, it can dash in the air. Um, So, you know, it's just as valid a tactic to dodge an attack by going up into the air as it is to strafe to the side. And and you can't see it, but I'm doing all the hand motions Mm. here next. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. Um, Trying to figure out which way's up, which way's down sometimes is quite hard work. Um, but it's absolutely mental. It's so fast and it's so fluid and it's just absolutely brutal mech combat. And it, it's, uh, is it hard? It's a really hard game. Oh God, yeah, it's hard. Um, <laughs> it's from software. I don't mm. think they know what the word easy means. Um, yes, it's very hard. 
it, it's not the same kind of setup as an Elden Ring. It's not an open world game. Right. You you have a hub. You go back to it. It's like a hangar. You can upgrade your mech, buy new bits, and give it a paint job and stuff. And then you go out and you do a mission. So you're given an area, and then you accomplish the mission in that area. Um, and then it's back to the hub again afterwards. And is, but, a, is a mission finishing with a big boss, a big mech? Not yeah. all of them. Okay. Um, it seems to be that you go through a couple of, well, I say easy missions, but they're not. You go through a couple of easier missions, and then finally you get onto a boss. But some of the bosses are fantastic. Oh, excuse me. Um, one of them is like a giant um, walker, and you have to attack its legs to stop it. And then you have to climb up and jump up its body and take out various generators. And then you have to go and fight the head part of it. And that that's one of the early ones. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's very, very impressive. Um, but, yeah, it's just so insane, the aerial dashing and dodging and jumping and flying. And, you know, it's, yeah, it was a five out of five game. Wow. Brilliant. Nothing wrong with it. And it's not a long game, is it? It's not. Oh, it's, it's fairly long, but it's not. It's, it's not. It's not, it's not Elden it's Ring. Not, it's not Elden Ring no. long, no. But there's three different endings to go for. So once you've finished it, you can go back and start working towards another ending, the same way you did in Elden Ring. Wow. So yeah, it's um, it's very very impressive. Wow. Okay, another good one for poise. Mm. Lovely time. Um, I'm going to talk about, which I talk about now. I, mean, I talked about this. I don't know if I did. Maybe through the Starfield. Uh, Chance, Chance of Senar is a game that came out. Was out now? It came out mid-September. Maybe it's early. Maybe it hasn't come out. Yes, it has it come is, out. The it, is mid, it is mid-September. Yeah, it's mid-September. It's out now, anyway. And um, it's... I was intrigued by this. It's, it's kind of like... You can imagine a sort of like when you download it, it was under a gig, and I was like, "Oh my god, what's this going to be like?" <laughs> I don't know how they got it into a gig. It's like an eight to twelve hour game. It looks stunning. It has that kind of beautiful kind of art, almost like that games like Journey has that kind of beautiful kind of sandy. You're sort of basically this person traveling through a version of like the Tower of Babel, like a big tower, and in this tower, all these people speak these different languages. And you're just trying to work out and put all these languages together. So how it how it works? It's like on its surface, it's like a just an adventure puzzler when you're trying to work out pulling levers, trying to get through and all that. But the big mechanic is like when you meet someone, for example, they will talk and they will have symbols, and you've got to work out what that symbol is. So they might go, they might of course wave. And after a while, you might go, okay, that's hello. And you can use a symbol at any point and just type in what you think it is, which might be wrong. So you mm. might type into the, on, on the Xbox keyboard, hello. Or you might say door or open or close. And then you get this little notebook that has symbols at each kind of like area. You have kind of like a four or five symbols of things. You have to match the right symbol to it, if that makes sense. So if you've got a picture of... Um, someone pointing and what you're trying to do is get the right symbol to that pointing and then at the same time you've typed in the word of like you yeah and then you start mm. to and then then, then when, they, when other people speak to you they start to fill in 
the bits of language that you filled in start to come out. And sometimes you have to go back, make a mistake. And then you might come across images and murals that you have to kind of work out what that is as well from this language. It's a really intriguing mechanic, but also the the world and they're kind of like the sort of visual. It's all visual storytelling. One of the it's just it's just really stunning to get it under a gig. I don't know how they've done this. It seems weird, um, but I really enjoyed it, and I did give that a four and a half out of five. Well, you did you? Score, yeah. Is this where I have to take the Mickey out? You know? No, you can't. That's my only one. You've had about twenty. Oh. Yeah, well, it's my it's my favourite. <laughs> it's your score, um, yeah. but yeah, I'd give that a go. I mean, I think it's about fifteen quid or something. So it's if you if you like that kind of like the sound of that, something very new, give that a go. Um, no giant robots or explosions no, not, in it. Then it's not for you. Um, no. What's your next go? Um, you're going to have to give me a hint. What about the what crew? You, have you played the crew? About, I've I've played a bit of the. You see, Neil's reviewing the crew. Yeah. And he looks for different things in games than I do, right. much like you do. Yeah. Now, the crew looks like, you know, when a, a popular film comes out and then you get all these hopeless um, script writers at home writing fan fiction. Yes. This is somebody sat at home writing fan fiction for Forza Horizon 5. Wow. Um, everything... I mean, it does everything Forza Horizon 5 does, but not as well. Uh, so I, I don't want to be too mean about it because I know Neil enjoyed it. And we had fun with it the other night when we were playing it. Um, but everything's too shiny. There's not very much damage on the cars. So, you know, when you get to the end of a course after battering it off rocks and everything, it still looks like it's just rolled out of the showroom. Right. Um, the handling is peculiar. It's very strange, but it's got it's got heart. I think is the best thing you can say about it. Right. There's some interesting ideas in there for races. Like there's um, the, we we did one where you had to um, you, we were driving around in cars from the 1950s, so they don't have GPS, so you don't have a minimap, and the, the route that they wanted to get to show you. Would appear in the bottom left hand, bottom right hand corner of the screen. Sorry, um, as a photograph, like a black and white photograph showing you a landmark and which way you had to turn at it. So that was quite interesting. Mm. Driving around, finding the places, and going the right way. Um, but other than that, it's it's all the the music's terrible. I right. do, I don't think I'd, I've apart from like the nineteen fifties songs. Like these boots are made for walking. I don't think I recognised a single song on the soundtrack. Um, obviously, I'm not the target demographic, but um, yeah, it's 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 an odd one. It's is, nowhere near Forza Horizon Five. Is but, it is it trying to be that though, or is it trying to do its own thing? Well, it's set in Hawaii, hmm. and you have different playlists to do there's an off-road playlist there's an explore the place playlist there's a you know there's a japanese made in japan playlist sort of thing so yeah i mean the categories are uh, almost exactly the same as far as horizon fives right um but yeah it, it just doesn't quite do it for me but obviously neil will have his own thoughts 
I think it's getting it's getting all right reviews. I think I think it's maybe getting sort of sevens and things like that. I think I think people are talking about microtransactions. I've read about that. Oh god, yeah, they're, they're straight there. Yeah, right. And the minute that when you look at the map, it's a typical Ubisoft map. It looks like somebody's just filled their nose with icons and sneezed all <laughs> over the screen. Um, but yeah, I mean the microtransactions that was a big no no. Right. It was like, do you want to buy this car with these things that you have to pay real money for? No, I don't. Thank you very much. So, right. yes, I don't like a microtransaction. I'm not a fan. No. Um, good. There you go. The crew manifest coming out. It's out now, isn't it? It's out this moment. It is think, out yeah. now, yeah. yeah. It's out, out. That's a lot of games out. Um, I'm going to just talk about a FMV game, for much a video game, that, um, <laughs> by Wales Interactive called the Isle Tide Hotel. Um, I've reviewed this, and it's Wales Interactive, I'm kind of like, there's a few now. Um, but Wales Interactive are one of the ones that basically, I think, one of the first ones to launch um, the sort of full motion video genre back into the limelight. Um, I can't, I think the bunker was their first one. Maybe I got that wrong. And that was about six, seven years ago. And as time goes on, it gets bigger, bigger budgets. And the Isle Child Hotel is a, is a game. And the idea of the game is right at the start of the game, a young lady sort of gets kidnapped by this. <laughs> The, I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but most unusual kidnapper you've ever known in your life. And her dad, who's a private detective, goes to this place called the Isle Tide Hotel, which only opens for three nights um, every three years. <laughs> and so, how does it stay in business? Well, we don't know. You know, and it and this place is like a cult. So I think the best way, so when they go there, it's lots of weird stuff that happens. There's very cult things. There's mad scientists somewhere. There's strange things happen in the room. It's like a mixture of The Shining and uh, The Wicker Man. That's what I would say, those two films. And uh, it hasn't reviewed very well. I had a really good time. You know me, I like the weird. And what I really liked about it was the ambition. It was their biggest sort of, biggest cast. It had an amazing kind of costume budget, set budget. It looked great on the film. And it is really, really bizarre. And in a, in a good way, it's kind of bizarre because it's taking the risk. It's like watching, as me and Paul might know, those films you would watch in the 70s horror films, you know, from British Hammer <laughs> Horror. It felt like one of those. But you look at it going, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm quite enjoying myself. And it, it, the, the problem is it does really require multiple playthroughs. Because, like, if you do your first playthrough, you might have an end, you go, I don't know anything here, what's happened. But you do a second playthrough, and then you go, oh, I'm starting to thread. But the the problem is when you have to do a playthrough, you have to repeat certain bits, and the pacing, and Wales Interactive did this a little bit, the pacing's wrong. So if, say, for example, um, I'm 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 looking which to go left or right, and then we make a decision on the controller, let's go left. Then it will cut back to the character, and they sort of look to the left for a bit, and then they sort of go off to the left. That 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 little gap <laughs> that they have before they go some mm-hmm. is is gets is quite long, and so the pacing feels very very slow. And if you do have to repeat something or do something again, oh my god, you want to cry. So that's a. I think they've had it a couple of times in their games, but other people I know, other every will literally do that cut. So you'll make a decision and you're instantly doing it. There isn't that space. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that's what puts me off a bit. But I really applauded that kind of ambition. You're never going to play a formal. No, it's, it's I'm, just... I'm never ever going to play a formal <laughs> no, game. It's such, it's such a niche I, market. I'm beginning to think you're actually getting paid by Wales Interactive. The amount of games <laughs> are I do. Play. I do a lot. <laughs> I do a lot. Um, but you know, it's a. Uh, Give it a go if you're well. If you're one of those people who love these kind of games, I think you're going to give it a go anyway. But yeah, it's um, but he's getting hammered a bit. Um, let's do one more, Paul. Should we do Revhead? Let's do Revhead. Oh, what's Revhead? You know, it's flipping dreadful, is what it is. <laughs> um, I, I've really had to sort of bite my tongue there. Um, Revhead. It's a game set in Australia where you move there and go to work for somebody mending cars so you have to get a car in they'll tell you what's wrong with it you swap all the bits out that are wrong and send it on its way and then you make a bit of money and then you can buy your own race car and go racing Hmm. um so you know it sounds like a decent setup for a game it's just been implemented so poorly um, right. I was sat there playing it the other day. I just got in my car for the first time to go for a drive. And my son peeped over the back of the settee where he sits playing with his Xbox. And he said, why are you playing a Nintendo 64 game on your Xbox? <laughs> That's how bad it looks. The cars are just boxes. The buildings are just boxes in this town. And the controls are dreadful. The engine note is just a constant, and that's all that happens. Right. Um, on uh, you, you, you can walk around this town as as your character, not in a car. And if you walk, it takes three hundred years to get to the end of the road. And if you run, it looks like you've had an accident in your trousers. Um, it's it's going to get. I haven't written the review yet. I'm trying to find enough sort of similes for uh, dreadful uh, to make it worthwhile writing, but it is not going to be getting a four out of five. I'll tell you that. Right. Good. Right. It's, oh, honestly, I've not played such a bad game for a while. <laughs> um, good. Thank you, Paul. And that's okay. I'm not going to do my last one. I'm going to move on because we've got a bit to get through. Um, let's talk about the, PlayStation State of Play. Did you watch any of it, Paul? Did you got, I watched all of it. Oh, there you go. Brilliant. Well done. Is, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that I've got an Xbox because <laughs> that was the worst fucking showcase I have ever seen. <laughs> if that's all PlayStation owners have got to look forward to over the coming year, I'd, I'd probably just sell it and get an Xbox. <laughs> uh, there's, um, Jack. Well, it's, a weird, it's a weird thing they said because they, they announced it like they always do now, like the day before, which I must be a float. You know, for people organising things like this or stuff like mm-hmm. that, it's a nightmare. And uh, they, I thought they said it's going to be third-party games only and indies. Yes, that's but what they, they said. But they did. But they were first-party games, weren't they? There was Spider-Man, and then there was um, Final Fantasy yeah, as well, yeah. wasn't there? Yeah. So uh, yeah, but some of the indies on there. I mean, that first game that we saw, Baby Steps. Well, let's talk. Let's, yeah, let's talk it through. Let's go through some of the stuff. Oh. Right. Uh, let's talk about Final Fantasy, which is a big reveal, which we know about um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, which is they've got a date for that now. It's coming out February 29th, ninth, two thousand twenty-four, and we saw a big trailer for that game. Um, 
Interesting. I mean, interesting. There's so much going on there. I mean, I, I, I'm not one to even remember. I played the original games, and I can't remember any of it, of course. Um, well, so it's quite, it's quite nice. So when I played the remake part one, I was like, oh, this is good. Even though they did completely different things, in one sense. Yeah. But you know, I had a really good time with it. I loved that. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This will be good fun. And it, it looks mad. There's lots of things going on. It was on a. Was he on a? What's it called? Those those little bike things that you stand up bikes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's on one of those for a bit. He was. Yeah, he... That's, that's when you get to the golden saucer, you can do sort of arcade games. Ah. Um, and it takes you back in the, in the original game, you played the game and it took you back to the, you know, the bike chase when you were escaping from oh, Shinra yeah, HQ. That's right. And that's, so that, that, I think that was what that was going back yeah. to. Then he was um, abstaining the chocobo. Yeah, he was yeah. climbing up the climbing up mountains. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was one of the big things with Final Fantasy VII, the original one, was breeding different chocobos together That's until right. you eventually got a golden one. Um, I must have spent hours and hours and hours back in the days when the only way of finding out what you needed to do was to buy a magazine with a guide in. So there was no internet. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what it was like when the world was black and white, kids. Um, but, yeah, I was... I was impressed with the way it looks, mm. but why was Ares still alive? Well, they're not going to show that in the thing, are they? Well, <laughs> it just seemed to be further on in the well, game than I remember. But she, but uh, she, but she might not die in this because it's a completely different. Without spoiling well, the first one, if you haven't played it, it's, it if turns... you haven't played the first one that launched in 1997, you've no, the first, the first remake one. It has oh, a right, completely sorry. different thing that happens at the end that makes it an alternate universe sense of it yeah. so so without spoiling too much so but yeah so they could do whatever they want i mean that was the whole point i think they went we're going to do stuff with the part two and part three but it will go its own way now it's not don't rely on it being like the originals well yeah so but but that that act was one of the turning points of the whole game mm. yeah. when Sephiroth was big bad and killed poor Ares. yeah, yeah. I mean, I still remember the music now yeah. as that little piece of material bounced down the steps. Yeah. Um, if they take that out, then that's that's going to be a complete change. That's yeah. not just a reimagining. That's a, a whole rewriting. Yeah. My, yeah. My dad. Um, it's on two separate discs, which is kind of like going to be mad. Um, the, the developers said there's about 100 hours of gameplay there. So, um, but did you see the thing as well about you can't carry your character over from the first one? It was on the Twitter that one of the um, people that made the game, some Japanese fella, I can't remember his name, but he said that the characters that you've created in the first game will not be carried across to the second. All right. So you've done all that grinding and got all that gear for nothing. I can't remember what else. You only play as one character, don't you? But you're supposed you've got all that gear and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. I can't. So, yeah, it just seems, seems like an odd, um, odd decision. But it's got three months... PlayStation exclusivity, so it's not going to be. It's easy for you to say. I know it's not going to be. <laughs> so that I, at the moment they're saying that we'll come to PC, but everyone's going. Oh, is it coming to Xbox? So that's the big thing. That's the big question. So they've only got three months, which is kind of interesting, isn't it? For that. Mm. Um, so it will there be a sort of surprise? There could be a surprise. Would there be a surprise Xbox Part One and Part Two? Well, you'd like to think so because. Mm. You know, they've got bitten with um, Final Fantasy 16 being PlayStation only, aren't they? 
So maybe that's going to start wising up and thinking, do you know what? If I make this game available to the other half of the world's gamers, then we might make a bit more money. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it's, it just seems like basic business to me. Um, there we go. So that's coming out from really. Two, that was their big one at the end. It's only half an hour long, this thing. Um, we saw some more Spider-Man stuff. Um, Spider-Man 2, which will... There's lots of things about different spider suits, which people like. And it just showed you a bit more of the, the city and how it works. It, you can swap between the two Spider-Mans, Miles Morales as well. Almost instantly, they said. Um, and But there'll be certain kind of missions that you can maybe, Miles Morales would do on his own. You know, he's, he, you need him to do it. Let's say yeah. Probably Peter Parker. I mean, it looks, it, I, I, I mean, I had a lot of fun with Spider-Man. I just loved, and it just looks so quick now as well, God, compared to that first one with PS4. Just like zooming along those. Just looks so dynamic, so actually web-swinging along. It's going to be great. It will be a great game. Um, for people who like Spider-Man. I think. Yeah, I think it'll be a great game even if you don't like Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Because at the minute, you haven't got much more else to look forward that's, to. That's your big one. That's your, yeah. that's your Christmas one. Um, and then we had, of course, the, the game that keeps on giving, Resident Evil 4. Oh, good grief. <laughs> Have you played yeah. that game yet? Have you played I the haven't played, that? No, no, I told you. I haven't got time to play games. Oh, before. I've got the sleeve for that, by the way. Oh, you've got it now, have yeah, you? So you can have that. Um, okay, Resident Evil 4 separate ways DLC and it's it's um it follows Ada follows her journey. Have they done this before? Then I don't know. I can't. I I can't remember. It's that long since I played it, um, but it seems familiar because like you just drop into the story at different points as Ada, don't you? Rather mm. than playing along as Leon. Um, I don't know if it's new new, but right. It, but people like that. They like that game. I love that game. I had a really good time with it. I think you were. I'm sure it's cool. great. Yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy it once I get around to playing it. I just need um, to have a few moments. Um, VR2. Um, they've got a, it's in virtual reality, which they promised, and that's going to be, I think they were talking about sometime in the winter. So, yeah, that's their big one. Yeah, that's. Uh, they did. Um, we're talking of VR2. They did uh, Ghostbusters as well, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> which, which actually looked quite interesting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it could be good a lot of fun yeah, if you got four people. Could. You know, it could be fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, you have to have a rich bunch of friends though for everybody to have a VR two headset. You would do exactly. Um, and then we had um, Avatar, which has come to Xbox as well, of course. Which is their third yep. party one. We had a little story trailer there. I'm, I'm, I'm quite looking forward to this game. <laughs> but I'm the only one out of the Xbox hubbers. I think coming out December seventh. Um, I'm, you, you can do the review yeah, for that I quite one. Yeah, I'm quite happy with that one. I'm quite like, look at this. It looks good fun. Um, then there was some stuff. Now, this is the one that <laughs> Paul hates and I quite like. Baby Steps. Oh, you're kidding me, aren't you? <laughs> I did. It is made, it's made, it's only, I'm the only person who's made laugh twice. I like to go in. I like to meet that guy and then saying, how do you go with a grapple? You've got a grapple, a grapple, grapple. And he just falls yeah. off. That made me laugh. Um, and we were just sat there watching it, first trailer up, and he's saying, grapple that fucker. I'll grapple that fucker. You grapple that fucker. <laughs> and I stood my wife and son were sat there going, oh, no. What? No. <laughs> did we just hear that? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, she did. Yeah. yeah. And it just looks, oh, no. It looks like I, I, um, a kind of... It, What's those, what's those words? It's like a gravity game, isn't it? You're really... It's the sort of, uh, yeah, physics-based, yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. But it looks flipping dreadful, Gareth. <laughs> it looks absolutely awful. 
It's not coming out for ages. It's coming out summer 2024. I mean, oh, goodness I would, me. I would, Maybe they'll have a chance to make a game out of it I then, because at the minute. And, I, and then there's Roblox, of course, which is coming to them. And then, oh, Helldivers 2. There was a little bit about that. That looked quite that, good. That know. looked awful. Yeah. Do, you oh, not, you? do you not think it looked well, it really looked all bad? Right. It's not my type of game, mate. It looked all right. I mean... No, it's, it's exactly my type of yeah. game. And I just thought the graphics looked really poor. It meant to look great, wasn't it? Wasn't it using Unreal Engine 5? That's what I thought it was, the hell done. Maybe well, I've got mixed around with something yeah, else. Maybe they've got rid of that and they're using Unreal Engine 2. Because it was just... It didn't look very good, to be fair. Well, that's... Isn't that come to Xbox as well? Is it just PlayStation 5? I don't know. I, I hope not. I hope it's a PlayStation exclusive. It's coming February the 8th for PlayStation. And then Phone Stars <laughs> back again. <laughs> again, uh, again my, my son popped his head up and went, why are they making Splatoon for the PlayStation? <laughs> and I had to explain it was nothing like Splatoon because it's not ink on the floor, it's foam. It's completely different. So <laughs> I think as well, I think I think you're right about the, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've got a PlayStation, I love the PlayStation as well. You know, I like having both, I love playing both. But that is, if that was, if you're saying that's a state of play for an indie and third party, there wasn't much indie games there. No. And I mean, they had to have the two big hitters at the end to yeah. uh, sort of lift it. And it was, and Baby Steps is their indie, but that's not going out to 2024 summer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time before that. And you feel like you well, must have more. And I think, I do think all this, I think I think some PlayStation fans, when they not cry, not shouting about Starfield and arguing about that stuff, <laughs> is, but some PlayStation fans have gone, are they, they feel a bit disrespected by them because they're not getting the announcements. Like they didn't show up, did they, at the um, the last festival thing we did in August? What was that called? Games? Is it Gamescom? Gamescom. No. Yeah, yeah. So they weren't really had a presence there. So I think they, I think they need a bit. I think they must have stuff, but maybe they're not releasing. But they've got to have a little bit more of a because they normally have been doing these state of plays every couple of months. So what? Yeah. Are they going to get one in in November? Is that the next one? Is it? Are they going to what, do is that just going to be all Spider-Man then? Yeah, are they going to do something special with Spider-Man? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like I say, PlayStation fans, if that's what you've got to look forward to, come over to the dark side. <laughs> um, you can play Starfield. <laughs> you can play Starfield, yeah. Um, good. Um, Tomb Raider. Let's just talk about oh, that briefly. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. So, I am so excited for this. So they announced... to. I think it was yesterday that, or maybe today, Tomb Raider, the originals 1 to 3, the remastered trilogy. Yeah, and, and the DLC as well. DLC is coming to, first of all, they come to Switch, and then they said it was coming to Xbox and PlayStation as well. So that's got a February release. A big February, <laughs> massive February it month. It is, so. yeah. Um, good. But I'm very excited for these. I used to love playing yeah. the Tomb Raiders back in the day on my PlayStation 1. Um, yeah, absolutely pumped for this. And seeing the the way the graphics had moved on as well, that's quite good. I haven't had so, a look at the video of it, so have you had a look at what they're doing I, with I the new stuff? It, was, it showed it all on the um, Nintendo Direct thing. Right. So, yeah, we watched it, and it showed you, like, old graphics and new graphics. So, like, in the first game, she stood there with the world's pointiest breasts, and then when they'd remastered it, they were a little more rounded and stuff. I mean, that's obviously the most important thing for Lara Croft fanboys. Um, but, but it's not a it's not a remake like a Resident Evil Forty. So it's just a remaster. So it's the remaster, I right, believe. Okay, fine. which is fine because you don't need to do anything to the gameplay. 
the gameplay was brilliant back in the day, and I'm sure it still holds up now. Love a Tomb Raider game. I love a Tomb Raider game. Are we going to get a new Tomb Raider? We must. I thought there was rumours of that. Yeah, there's a new one coming out. It's um, being developed by Crystal Dynamics, apparently, and it's being published by Amazon, I understand. Oh, okay, good. Oh, yeah, quite looking forward to that one. Um, Yeah, so that's coming out. That's very exciting. Um, Can you, do you know anything? Talk me through this Unity price plan. Do you know much about this? I don't this understand. Unity what? What? The Unity plan pricing and package updates. Um, I would talk you through that, Gareth, if I had any idea what you were talking about. <laughs> it's almost like I spent all light, <laughs> night last night in A&E and didn't do my homework. I think this free to Unity is a... Is a it's like a... It's development tools, isn't it? It's not programming language. So, and it was free to, I think, and they're going to introduce a fee based on how many times a game is downloaded by a user. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think... Because a lot of the little sort of games that you see all have developed with Unity on them. So, like, the small little indie shooter games and that yeah. that I get to review a lot of, they are normally made with Unity. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. They've already had death threats. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the default reaction these days, though, isn't it? Yeah. I don't like something, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, yeah, I think that's what's happening. It's causing a bit of a stink, but I don't know what, I, we, we haven't got much to come ago. I don't know what their thing was before. I don't know how it worked before. Um, I think there must have been a subscription service before, how much you can have, because it's about storage as well. It's like any of these things like Wix and stuff. But, yeah, it's they've, they've upset people because they've introduced a new way of, but I think it's, yeah, every time it's downloaded, so if you've made something and it's, like, huge, you're going to have to pay them. Money back. Oh yeah. Luckily, I mean, most of the games that use Unity are not going to go huge because they're, norm- yeah. they're no. normally quite yeah. rubbish. Yeah. Oh, well, hold on. Hold on. It's the money games you're talking about, the ones I review. Exactly. That's what I said. Rubbish. <laughs> um, right. That's it. That's going to be a nice little short one. I like this. More of this. Oh, good. You can get it on and this. Get, get, Great. Get to the pub yeah, it's brilliant. Um, now, what are we looking forward to next week, Paul? Anything? What's going um, on? Possibly being able to walk, that would be my favourite. Um, other than that, nothing really, I don't think. When's the um, new Forza game out? That must uh, be soon. October. It's really early October, isn't it? It's quite early October, yeah. Okay. Right. And they've already announced a crossover from that to uh, Forza Horizon 5 as well. So that's going to be quite interesting. Because you, little... you get new cars in it. There was a little so, showcase, wasn't there? A little video of gameplay and stuff. Did yeah. you watch that? It looks amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm really excited for it. Um, I've already put my request in for the code, you know. Oh, have you? I need to review it because obviously I'm the Xbox Hub's driving correspondent, <laughs> apart from the crew, which I hate, so Neil can do that one. <laughs> um, and if it'll be payback for having to review all those motorbike games anyway. Oh, yeah, true. I, I really don't get on with True. Um, so that's it, and I think what am I looking forward to next week? Oh, I'm going to that game you reviewed, um, Lies of Pi. Life of Pi, you need to get on that because oh, it's well. really, really good. Tuesday. It'll be right up your alley. Now, Paul, if you need to get hold of me, really get hold of you. Um, if you need to get hold of me, I am on X and Threads, and my handle is at Xbox of Paul. Brilliant, and you can get me on GB Briley, but we'll be back next week. I think we've got you back next week, we'll have Richard as well, maybe one more. Um, but for now, thank you very much, Paul, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. 
You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.